Welcome to the Living on Purpose podcast. I am your host, Maudie Wollner, a multiple business owner, life coach, busy mom of three, and curious student of life. This podcast is a place for inspired women to gather. Each week, I will share personal stories, quick inspo, strategies that you can implement right away, and engage in real conversations with badass women who have made the conscious decision to live a life on purpose one that they have intentionally designed and that they now demand. No more allowing our lives to be defined by everyone else. No more putting ourselves on the back burner. No more living in a state of default and never going after our goals or our dreams. We are gonna live our best lives on our terms. Living on purpose is our goal and we're gonna get after it starting right now. All right, ladies, this is the part of the show that I get to give you a big old virtual hug and thank you for reviewing the podcast, My Labor of Love. These ratings and reviews seriously mean the world to me. This comment comes from Advo Emmy. Emmy says, this podcast isn't your mother's podcast. Maudie gets into the real deal stuff when it comes to living on purpose in multiple areas of life. I love her interview style and how she highlights her skills as an awesome question asker that will inspire you to get into action. Hit the subscribe button now, sister. You won't regret it. Emmy, what would I do without you and your amazing words? Thank you so much for your support. And I would love to hear what you think of the show. Leave a review and I will give you a shout out on a future episode. Welcome back to the Living on Purpose podcast. You are tuning into a solo episode where I am just going to dive right in. And my goal by the end of this podcast is maybe to inspire a little bit of acceptance. And we will work through all of the stories and ideas that I have um, and see where this podcast takes us. What we're talking about today is dreams, like big, scary, audacious dreams that I know you have in your heart, I have in my heart, and my hope is to really dive into the reality that dreams must change and pivot must be made, and sometimes what uh, we used to dream is different. I was uh, listening to uh, a podcast on my walk the other day, and it was Kevin Hart being interviewed by Oprah on her Super Soul Conversation. I love her podcast. And uh, Kevin May said something and he that really triggered me, and it really inspired me, and it really did inspire this podcast that I'm recording right now. Kevin said that he stayed true to his dreams, And that's what led to his current success. And on first listen or when you first hear that someone as successful as Kevin Hart stayed true to his dreams, I think what that makes us feel is that he knew. Like he knew all along where his journey was going to take him. Like it's like he had one big dream his whole life and he just kept his eye on the prize. Like he just continued to stay true to that one dream. But if you really listen to his story and if you listen to 
the stories of most successful people, it's not just one dream that we're going after. It may be an idea, but his big dream, as a lot of ours do, changed over the years, right? He started out as a as a shoe salesman and he was like, I'm going to kill it as a shoe salesman. And then someone was like, dude, you're funny. You should try stand-up. And then his dream pivoted to stand-up. And then he continued to grow into acting and receiving all these accolades and awards. And now his focus, or one of his focus, is philanthropy. And so I think it's such a great reminder that staying true to your dreams doesn't mean that you're just staying true to one dream. It doesn't mean you're just staying true to one particular strict and stringent goal. I was talking to a client, a coaching client recently, and when we really got into the conversation of goals and dreams, she made a comment that was so amazingly insightful. I have to share it with you. And before I share it, I just want to let you know the reason that I share all these stories and the reason that I share my own experiences is so that we can learn from each other. I will never share a story to uh, put someone down or make light of their situation. It is all meant to be positive and to inspire. And so this amazing, insightful client told me, she's like, hey, Maudie, I think I'm afraid to dream. And I was like, whoa, that's curious. Tell me more. And she said, well, it's like, you know, my dreams have changed so much. And the dreams and goals that I had five years ago, I I didn't really accomplish. Like the jobs that I had, I pivoted out of. And now I have new goals. And so she said, I kind of feel like a failure because her goals and dreams had changed. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so insightful. And that goes right back to the story, you know, of Kevin Hart. Like if his goal, like if his dream was to be a stand-up comedian and that's it, he would view leaving stand-up comedy to go to acting as a failure. But that's not the conversation. And so I've done some real self-reflection over the last week about my goals, you know, even going back to high school, you know, my goal was to open a vet clinic. And then I was like, okay, I worked in a vet clinic for a few years. I was like, you know, what? I actually don't even really like animals all that much. So maybe that's not the career. And then I went to college and I studied physical education and business with the goal and dream of opening my own health club. And after getting pregnant at 20 and dropping out of Gonzaga, I went into banking, which led me to State Farm and opening my own agency, which led me to um, really being very specific and strategic about how I align my agency so that I could pivot and do coaching as well. So if my dream was to, and if my dream stayed, to own a health club and be a business owner, that way I would have failed. Like my dream is in the dust. And if I looked at it that way, I could totally have empathy for this client. Like, of course you're afraid to dream if you're viewing your past as failures, as opposed to viewing your past 
as just foundation building, learning lessons, insights to help steer you towards what your new dream is because it it isn't stagnant. It doesn't stay the same. Thank God for that, right? I mean, imagine, imagine what your dreams were 10 years ago and how they've pivoted. And so this whole conversation is about permission to change and permission to see your past not as failures, but as opportunities to learn about the true you and what dream you do want to go after today and what direction you do want to take your life. I uh, have another coaching client who is who's been working with me specifically for the last six months to help heal the relationship between her and her teenage child. And um, we have done so much deep, thoughtful work, and she has made some massive, massive strides. And her child, as a teenager, is an avid basketball player. They are, when you think of this, this teen, you think, basketball. You see them on the court. You can just see what basketball means for them and looks like in their future. And before coaching, before we started to work together, um, her son um, would say things like, I don't want to play basketball anymore. Like I'm done with basketball. And my client would say, no, you know, you're in it for the long haul. Basketball basically is is your life. It's your identity. You're good at it. And I pay a ton of money for you to play basketball year round. And you can't quit. And so recently, you know, basketball has changed with COVID-19. Nobody's playing competitively right now. Nobody's playing anything competitively right now. And so um, her son's been quote unquote practicing, but it's not fun. And he finally brought it up to his mom again. And he said, hey, I don't think I want to play basketball anymore. And instead of feeling triggered, maybe she felt triggered. That's Maybe that's not the right words. She probably felt triggered, okay? But instead of relying on her old tendency to get angry and defensive and demand that he continue basketball, she got curious and asked questions. And she actually told her son, you know what? If basketball doesn't make you happy right now, I don't think you should play. And when she told me this, she relayed this dialogue, I got tears in my eyes because of the transformation she made. She has realized that life is short. And if basketball or anything isn't making us happy anymore, she wants to raise children who focus on the things that bring them joy. And so if um, her son has run his course playing basketball in his basketball career, then she was going to be okay with it. And we, we talked actually a lot about this opportunity to have more conversation about the fact that we can take pauses. We can take a little time out. We can say, you know what? I don't know if this dream of being a basketball player is right for me. And you know what I'm also not ready to do? I'm also not ready to quit. So what if we just take a little break and tried something else? Or what if we just took a little break and saw what it felt like to not play basketball each and every day. It was a great opportunity for her to build build a relationship through communication and conversation and inquiry with her teenage son. And, um, and she just is continuing to blow my mind. I thought it was a great example that we can take as adults, as adult women, that is proof that we can quit or pivot 
and still, as Kevin Hart would say, stay true to our dreams. We can have both. My last example is personal because right now, uh, my oldest, Aiden, is applying, or not, not quite yet, but he's getting ready to apply to a bunch of different colleges, right? It's a uh, the summer before his senior year, so he's really starting to think about what kind of college he wants to go to, maybe what career path he wants to go down. And a little bit about Aiden is he is extremely smart. And so I can feel the pressure right now on him to make the right choice. Anybody else ever have that feeling like you're faced with a decision that must be made. Maybe it's a job transition. Maybe it's a relationship issue. And there's all this pressure that he's got to choose the right college. And at 17, decide what's the quote unquote right career path for him, which as you know, I'm calling bullshit on all of that and um, trying to just help buffer the pressure Because what happens if he chooses a college and gets there and doesn't like it? What happens if he chooses a career path and after graduating from college, he starts working in that career and doesn't like it? If he's feeling the pressure of making the right choice right now, how hard is it going to be for him to make... (laughs) a different choice later on. I feel like it's going to be impossible. I feel like we've all been there. We've all felt stuck in a career or stuck in a decision that we can't get out of. And that's the last thing I want for my 17-year-old. So I just keep trying to reiterate the fact that we can change our mind, right? We are going to do the best we can possibly do today. We are going to make the most informed decision that we possibly can today. We are going to make the choice that feels best for us today. And if in six months, if in a year, if in 10 years, it doesn't feel right anymore. It doesn't, as we become more informed, it doesn't feel like it was the best decision or choice. We get to change our mind. Because I think that that is the epitome of what a fulfilled and happy life begins to look like is realizing that we do have the choice to pivot our dreams, to change our mind. And so, again, my, my hope for you today is just to build some acceptance in yourself that if if you're feeling that way, if you're feeling like, oh, my God, this dream that I've quote unquote attained if it doesn't feel like a dream anymore, maybe it's time just to take a take a step back and look at it. And here are some thoughts. If you're feeling that way and you want to continue that conversation with yourself, here are some thoughts to consider. Bust out a piece of paper and write, draw a line down the middle and pros go on one side and cons go on the other. A good old-fashioned pros and cons list of continuing forward with your dream, of continuing forward with your goal. What are the pros of sticking with it? And what are the cons of stopping? And I would encourage you to, you know, get insight from people that you love and trust who who maybe know that you're wrestling with something like this right now. Um, and when I do, another tip is when I wrap up my 30-day challenges, one of the last things that I suggest to my clients 
after 30 days of building a habit is to make a choice because we have a choice to either continue on with this habit that we have established over the last 30 days in the challenge. We have a choice to quit or we have a choice to pivot. So I would actually suggest that you use that framework with what you're looking at in your life right now. If you're looking at a dream that you want to maybe reconsider, you have a choice and your choices are this. You can, one, keep after it. It's feel, it's still filling you up. It's, it's still giving you life. It's still bringing you joy. And you, you don't feel like this has run its course yet. That's option one. Keep at it. Option two is just to quit, to throw in the towel. And I want to let you know that there is nothing wrong with doing that. I can think of so many things that have had run its course in my life that I threw in the towel. I'm like, you know what? I tried that. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. It didn't bring me joy. It ran its course, maybe like my client and her son in basketball, and I'm going to quit for now. The last choice is to pivot. And this is one that takes time and consideration and sometimes coaching is to look at your pros and cons list and see what pros you can pivot and keep with a new goal, a new dream. And what are some of the cons that you can eliminate with slight pivots? So that's a podcast for today. I hope that you continue to dream and dream big and fear not if those dreams have changed over the years and um, just keep leaning into whatever your dream feeling is. Lean, Lean into what your purpose is. Lean into what you want your life to look like. And if that means letting go of an old dream, then that's okay. That's my permission slip for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. It has been a joy. And as always, keep living on purpose. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Living on Purpose podcast. It has been a blast hanging out with you. If you love this week's episode, please hit that subscribe button. That way you won't miss any future goodness we throw your way. Craving community and connection with like-minded badass women? Feel free to join us in the Living on Purpose Facebook group. And of course, the best gift that you could possibly give is an honest review on iTunes. All right, that's it. Until next time, always keep living on purpose.